What's going on, you guys? I'm Ronnie. And this is Amanda. And this is Ground Zero. Ground Zero. Welcome to Ground Zero. Welcome back, everybody. In tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about alien abductions. And these abductions are true stories coming from Reddit users. Um, and we talked to them a little bit uh, about their experience, and they agreed to let us share their story to kind of shed light on this subject. So we'll start with this one, and then Amanda has a couple that she's going to read. This one starts with my family. My entire family of six remembers being abducted and woke up with the same mystery scar. Oh, wow. Six of them? Yeah. Hmm. says, all right, y'all, hang in here. It's a long one, and I'll try to tone it down, but the details are necessary. Yes, they are. I have had the exact same reoccurring nightmare since I was three. I wake up in my bed because something is tapping on the window. We were on the second story above the giant hill next to Mount Airy Water Towers on Colerain Avenue. So the two stories was more like three stories. There were no trees or branches that could have been tapping on it. That said, or that side of the house had no trees. I sat up in bed and looked over. My sister was already sitting up staring straight at the window. Oh no. I remember asking her what it was. She had no idea. We sat there whispering for a little bit, terrified because whatever this was, was definitely trying to get our attention. I get up and I go to the window. She tries to stop me, but gets up with me. As we are standing there to the bottom right corner, it looked like something was there but it was making itself invisible. You could almost see an outline of this thing with like a little bean-shaped head, probably three feet tall. So let me pause there, because this makes me think about the episode that we did of the invisible humanoids. Yep. So I wonder if that's kind of like related. Like I said, I think aliens are invisible humanoids. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. I think they're always here. Well, not like the whole... Like, not the whole time, but they are here. Yeah, I think there's some here, like, watching us and taking people and who knows what they're doing. Right. The tapping is still happening. And just as it felt like it was about to show itself, the brightest light I have ever seen began shining through the window behind us to the left where my brothers were sleeping. They both sat straight up and started screaming. We started screaming. My dad and mom came running into the room and made us run to the bedroom across the hall. We ducked down next to the bed, all of us panting, trying to be quiet. But within 20 to 30 seconds, the light began shining through the window in that room. We all started screaming and our dad made us run downstairs. We were running from room to room, hiding from this giant spotlight, like 
when this light hit the room, there were no shadows anywhere that the light touched. That's how bright this thing was. We eventually ended up in this giant room in the house that had reminded me of an old ballroom. I'm not sure if that's what it was or not, but it was bigger than the giant living room and dining room together and had a tile floor. We kept that room completely empty. It gave off bad vibes. <laughs> we hid in there for maybe less than a minute before my dad made the decision we were going to make a run for it. It was no longer safe in the house. It had one door that led outside, and I remember being so scared because someone had broken the window on the door before, and there was broken glass on the patio. I asked about it, they said don't worry about it, but I was like, we are barefoot, in pajamas, in the middle of the night, what is even happening? My dad counted down from three, opened the door, and we all silently made a run for it down the hill. I remember how it was chilly yet warm, probably spring, summertime. I remember the cold wet grass on my feet as I ran. I was crying because I couldn't keep up, and every time I cried my dad would pick me up. I began crying and he stopped me, came down to my three-year-old level, grabbed my shoulders and whispered sternly, Sam, I cannot carry you. You are slowing me down. You have to be quiet or they will find us. I was about to cry. I'm like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> I'm sure she did, you know, they didn't say that, but... <laughs> that would be so funny. He picked me up one last time. I looked back at the house over his shoulder. It was a crystal clear night. You could see every star. But there was this huge storm cloud above the house and only above the house in a circular shape. With the spotlight coming from it frantically searching from window to window trying to find us. He puts me down and we run. The rest of my family is at the bottom of the hill already. But we catch up and he tells us to go in, into the woods on our right. There was a fitness trail that led to the apartments behind the house. I looked up when we got to the stairs. My dad tells us to split up. My oldest brother and sister ran to the left. My middle brother and my mom ran to the right. My dad and I went straight. We're trying to be as quiet as possible, but I was so scared that just trying to catch my breath would make them hear us. We're all standing in the woods, barefoot in pajamas, hiding from some light when it starts to come towards us. I remember closing my eyes and being like, please don't find us, please don't find us. But when I opened them, the light was already making its way to the woods where we were hiding. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, they're gonna find us. So in my tiny brain, I was like, maybe it's better if they just find us anyway. I stepped away from the trees and screamed, my siblings from each side started yelling at me to shut up. My dad came over to grab me, and the light 
started shining on us. My entire family ran over and my dad hugged us all as the light got brighter and everything went white. Then I wake up. Over and over, for years, until I was 18, eventually the dream would change and the light would be replaced with whatever I was scared of at the time, like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park or Beetlejuice as the snake. And if they looked through the window and saw you, you were caught. I remember a random day we woke up and my brother and I had the same scar on our arm, exact same spot, length and size. We giggled because we both had a little patch of nothing on our arms that matched, that popped up overnight. We had no memory of where this came from. Got to looking, every single one of us have it. Mm -mm. My mom, my dad, two girls, two boys, same spot, no memory of how we got it. What the heck? It caused all kinds of problems. I was terrified of running for years. In elementary school, we would have to run laps for gym class and every single time we had to, I would just break down and start crying because I couldn't keep up. I was terrified of my gym teacher because he would laugh at me and be like, well, Sam is crying again, go sit on the wall. That's where they threw people that didn't have gym shoes. So I eventually purposely began wearing the wrong shoes. I'd have panic attacks if he tried to make me run. Fast forward to about 25 years old. My dad's sister and I are sitting at the table eating dinner at our family farm. We were talking about all of the paranormal things that had happened in that house. It was one of the major stops on the Underground Railroad everyone got murdered in the house for hiding slaves. When I brought up the dream I kept having, I started with, I know it's just a dream, but the entire time we lived in that house, I had this reoccurring nightmare that I woke up in the middle of the night. My sister cuts me off and something was tapping on the window. No. I was like shocked. She continued, Something was tapping on the window and woke us up, but it was like making itself invisible. We went back and forth finishing each other's sentences. She mentioned dad making us run outside in the middle of the night, and she even told me Chris and I went left, mom and Nick went right, and you and dad ran straight. Wait, she said this was a recurring dream? Yeah, but her sister's like basically confirming so it didn't just happen one time huh so it didn't just happen one time no she's saying this like a reoccurring dream like in her head that she keeps going over and over in her mind but in reality it was a night that oh they all got abducted oh i thought she said it was a recurring dream it was kind of like one of those things like where um you go through like a traumatic experience and you just keep dreaming about it oh yeah yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, it says, we looked over at my dad, and he was frozen. His face was white as a ghost. I asked him if he remembered it too, 
and he slowly put his fork down and said, something like that. Every single one of us remember it, and it made so much sense. I bet the parents, like, remembered that night and were hoping the kids didn't. Right, yeah. Since they were so young. Yeah. So they probably didn't talk about it. Like, shelter them from... Yeah. Hopefully they'll forget. My siblings started being really, really mean to me after that experience. Straight up hateful. And they said it's because all I did was cry. But it's because I, I got us caught. I have other memories from after that. It was weird. We woke up in this place that looked like a hospital. All white floors and walls. Whoever we were with separated us from our parents and took us to this room with glass windows. They stood outside and just watched us in silence and didn't say a word. The room was filled with other kids. They were silent. All of them had bleached blonde hair and blue eyes, but no other facial hair like no eyebrows or eyelashes. Everything just seemed off about them. After standing there in silence watching these kids silently play with toys, it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, they just want us to play with them. I ran over to a little girl and said, hi. My sister yelled at me and tried to stop me, but I was like, nah, man, this is cool as hell. (laughs) We got woken up to play with toys and other kids. It's like, fine. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Their toys were weird. They were like a bouncy ball, a fire truck, other random kids' toys. But then there were other things I had never seen. They were just like shapes with weird colors. But when you touched them, they made you feel a certain feeling. Hmm. Like straight up voodoo magic. Yeah. They made you feel an emotion. They weirded me out. Everyone else kind of gave in and interacted with these kids, but they were so on edge and I didn't understand why because I was three. They were using us to teach them how to act like children. They didn't understand laughter or why we did it. They couldn't laugh. That's all I remember is that they didn't understand how or why we would laugh or why playing made us laugh. I started reading a book I got off of Amazon called The Treat, or The Threat, sorry, The Threat. (laughs) Uh, I went in just thinking it was BS. It took me six months to even finish because it was just so boring and seemed too far out there. But there are sections in the book that brought me back to like what I had mentioned. It mentioned people being in rooms with kids playing with toys it mentioned the weird ones that you touched and made you feel feelings it mentioned a lot of things i remember and kept to myself it even mentioned things i'm not willing to talk about and this book is basically people being put under hypnosis and the notes the doctor took of them remembering what happened to them it says thank you for coming to my ted talk feel free to ask any questions i'm all for it wow so that was a true story. Yeah. That was a pretty crazy experience. That, yeah. A little, I mean, a little crazy. I mean, how do you function after being abducted by something? And how do you, you know, like the whole thing, people think you're crazy when something out of the normal happens. Yeah. Um, they don't want to believe you or 
you know, they think that you're just making it up for attention. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how I would function. Well, that's an alien abduction story right there. <laughs> yeah. And they all had the same scar. Yeah. So I thought that was crazy. And then how they were invisible. So that was kind of like the invisible humanoids. Yep. So it's like they really are out there. Yeah, they are. Do you have some to read? I have one. It says, I just wanted to share an experience I had with visitors as a young child. So for some reason, this came up in my memory recently, and I feel as if I should share it. When I was no more than five years old, I was visiting my grandparents' house in Maine. My cousins and I were in the backyard camping in my uncle's pop-up camper for the night. I woke up and for some strange reason in the middle of the night and was compelled to go outside the camper. There was very little light outside. No stars, no moon, just very dark. I remember panicking because I couldn't find my way back to the camper because of the darkness. But they were just compelled to go outside. Just go out. Just... It's not like they had to pee or whatever. They just woke up and... and something just kind of... Oh, I need to go outside. Yeah, that's creepy. I wonder what time it was. I wish they knew. No more than a minute or so of me getting scared of the dark. My eyes adjusted and I noticed the shapes of three men. Oh no. No, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. Oh gosh. Like little men about my height at the time. Mm -mm. They were bald and had huge heads. I couldn't make out any features, but I knew they were there. The outside was not actually outside. I don't know. It felt like I was in a gymnasium or something. Ugh. Like a huge room that was extremely dark. No echoes, no reverb. Wow. This is giving me chills. It's kind of vague, but I remember them showing me these impossible objects. I can't even describe to you what they were or what they did. They were just some sort of odd trinkets. Like, physically impossible to describe. Wait a second. So was that like one of the like toys were, yeah. where they tried to make them... They said they were weird. Yeah. Toys or something. That's really bizarre. They allowed me to play with one. I can only describe it play as a... Play with one. Yeah. I can only describe it as a fear... Sphere tube that had the inside and the outside switching. What? Well, like they said, they couldn't really describe it. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't even come close. But it's the best I can do to describe it. They let me play with it, which was absolutely mesmerizing. The object itself seemed to have mass and was definitely substantial. But it literally made no sense physically. I wanted to play with it more, but then they wanted it back and helped me back to the camper. That is so strange. So they were, I wonder if they were the alien kids from your story. Oh, like, maybe so. Hey, you want to play with us? Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder what it is about these things that they're passing off for people to play with, you know? Yeah. Keep in mind, 
I might be remembering this wrong, but the things that stand out to me are the objects and the little dudes. At no See, time... In mine, it said, that I read, it said that they were like around three feet tall or so. Yeah. That they remember, and you're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. At no time did I feel as if they were trying to harm me, but I also felt as if they were adult. Like they knew better than me and would keep me safe. I don't know, they just had authority or something. I woke up the next morning remembering all of it. I tried to tell my family, but they just blew it off as my imagination. Yep. Freaking adults. (laughs) I know. Like, oh, it's just your imagination, whatever. You're a silly little kid. To this day, I still remember it. I can't tell if I was dreaming or if I went to a different universe or if I was abducted by aliens. But I feel like when they put that thought out there, like parents put the thought out there, oh, it's just your imagination, then you start putting that thought out there, well, maybe I was just imagining. Yeah. And then it kind of screws up your memory because you're starting to think that it was just in your head. Yeah, and then over time, you just end up kind of forgetting about it or... Yeah, moving on. Oh, maybe it's just a dream. Yeah. But that's like exactly like the one you just read. Yeah, so it's scary thinking about it. Yeah. But I wonder what they want. Like, with the objects. I don't know. Alright, so I got another one. I believe I may have been abducted almost nine years ago, and I don't know what to do. That does not sound good already. Yeah. This isn't exactly the easiest thing for me to talk about. I've shut up about it for almost a decade because of fear of ridicule. Yeah. I don't even bring it up with my therapist because I'm terrified she'll label me as mentally ill or something like that. See, and that's a problem. Yeah. You know, you you talk about something in confidence and then... See, you need a therapist that believes in this stuff so you can talk about it. Yeah, because I feel like it needs to be talked about. Yeah. You know, get it out, you know. Find a different therapist, maybe. Get people that are comfortable and say, yeah, I I believe that. Yeah. The only other, the only others I've really told are close friends. I don't have much of a memory of the abduction itself, and to be honest, I'm not sure what proof I can give outside of what I recall. But I know for certain that something happened to me. This happened to me back in late November to early December of 2013 or 2014. I wouldn't have been I would have been 15 or 16. I was just laying in bed during a school night trying to fall asleep. I was laying on my left hand side facing my door which goes out into the hall. Right next to my bed before the door was my alarm clock. This is relevant as it is the only semblance of physical proof I can recall. It was about 12 a.m and I'm still not asleep, still just wide awake, which wasn't uncommon for me. I've been there. Yeah. Almost every night. I hate night. those nights. Yeah. I normally sleep, sleep really good, but yeah. I can't when, get my brain to shut off. So we're like complete opposites when it comes to sleep. Yeah. Every now and then I have this problem and it sucks when you can just not fall asleep. 
and you're just wide awake. <laughs> Let's see, which wasn't uncommon for me as I'm a bad sleeper and don't fall asleep easily. I'd usually be up until one or even two in the morning on my iPad. As I'm looking at the clock, I notice something just feels off. Seconds just kind of felt much longer. I started noticing a figure standing in front of my open door. Oh, oh God. No. No? No. I mean, no. that's not normal. No, we don't need that. Barely illuminated by a nightlight down the hall. The more my eyes adjusted, I could clearly see that the figure was humanoid in appearance, with an oversized head and large almond-shaped eyes. In hindsight, I'd rather learn, oh, I'd later learn what I saw was a gray. Okay. We made eye contact and I felt absolutely paralyzed. I was terrified. I could still see the clock reading 12 a.m. I would absolute freak if I'm like laying in bed and I look over and yeah. see something like that. I think I would just pass away. Just instantly. <laughs> Poof. Poof. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. And God. then suddenly, the instant he was gone. The clock now read 3 a.m. Oh, no. Lost time. No, 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 Lost no, time. no, no. Oh, my God. I got chills again. Yep, that's a reoccurring thing. <sighs> it happens with abductions. And I was still in the same position. Somehow, I had lost three hours of time. I know I didn't fall asleep because I felt no fatigue like you do from waking up from even a brief nap. The entity was there one second and then wasn't the next, and somehow three hours passed by. Yeah. The whole ordeal has left me scared and confused. Even years later, I slept with a Swiss Army knife under my pillow for almost a month afterwards. That's understandable. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, not, and I now sleep facing the wall. I have no idea how to explain what happened. It couldn't have been my mom checking in on me because the floorboards in my house creak loud enough to wake the dead. Oh, so this was like silently moving through the house. Yeah, it was just like, Hell poof, it no. was there. Yeah. It just appeared like... Kind of like a portal. Yeah. Like it could just appear in a certain spot without having to like walk through. So I wouldn't have heard her coming. So I would have. Oh. So I would have heard her coming. Yeah. I have no history of schizophrenia or any hallucinations. I'm high. I'm high functioning on the autism spectrum. And I only. Oh. And the only neurological issue I've had is been seizures has been sorry i can't read <laughs> oh, you got it uh, seizures been there yeah but this couldn't have been a seizure because i had no headache afterwards which i always have after a seizure i've tried my best to explain what happened rationally i've told myself you've always been interested in ufos Maybe this is a fake memory you constructed, or you just have a wild imagination. 
You're a writer after all. I've tried coping with it by writing, but I still can't get it out of my head. It just feels like I'm lying to myself when I tried to when I tried to explain it away. But nothing about it felt fake. Something happened and I don't know what it was. I've thought about hypnotherapy, but I'm worried that I'll just be led to create something untrue or that I will find what happened highly disturbing. Yeah, that'd be one thing that I would worry about. It's like you want to know, but then you're like, but do I want to know? Because I'm thinking like the fourth kind, like imagine like if they're recording like your session yeah, and then something terrifying happens like that. Yeah, and you're just like unfolding all this information about your abduction, and it's just I don't yeah. Know. And then you go really crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. It'd be hard because I don't. Like you said, part of you would want to know, and part of you would just be but what terrified. What if it was to know. like way too much for you? Yeah. But what if it was like just your basic abduction, and you see like the ship inside of the ship and then it's like pretty it's, much it they hand you a drink and they take you on a tour of the ship yeah and this is our ship yeah this is the control room this is the lounge <laughs> <laughs> that would be okay this is the arcade yeah but outside of that if it was terrifying yeah and you couldn't like mind could live with yourself it. afterwards yeah i don't know i don't know what i would do I'm also worried about it happening again, as the 10-year anniversary since this happened is approaching in the next two years. Oh, so you think they're going to come back, like, for a 10-year checkup? Oh, I don't know. I don't really know that much about abductions proper, but I have avoided researching the topic because of this event. So, are you scared? (laughs) Was that it? That's it for that one. So this uh, this makes me wonder. Um, they were just kind of looking for like insight. Yeah, basically. Well, what I'm wondering is um, these people that are getting abducted, like she was saying, that the ten years is going to be coming up, and she's worried about it happening again, uh, being abducted. Yeah. So. What if that is a thing? Like, these people are getting selected for a reason, or is it just random? Um, and would, like, another abduction happen? I think some are just random, and then some are, like, they'll abduct someone when they're young, run tests or whatever they do, Yeah. and then check in on them as an adult. That'd be terrifying. I don't know. Who knows what they're searching for? Like, right? What kind of experience they're doing? I yeah. have no idea. I don't know. Well, I had one theory that I've told you about. Go ahead. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens. What if they put humans here? What if they make humans? Okay. Well, not now. Well, maybe now. You never know. But, like, years and years and years ago, right? Yeah. 
when we first came to this earth. Right. Yeah. Okay. What if they created humans? Right. Put them on this planet as an experiment. And then they come here, like, and check in on us, run tests, right. see how we're doing. Yeah. It's just some kind of experiment that I they're mean, doing. Yeah, it makes you wonder if that's a possibility. And um, it also makes you wonder if what these people are witnessing, like, back in those ages... What if yeah. it was aliens, you know, they helped shape the pyramids, right? Yeah, because and there's depictions of them and everything on the right. pyramids. and Yeah. And then, like, people that were seeing, quote-unquote, angels yeah. that the aliens identified as, mm-hmm. what if it was actually aliens? Because, you know, even, like, in the in the Bible, it talks about how they were scared when they saw like an archangel and the archangel had to explain to them who they were you know to not be terrified so what if it was an alien type being yeah that came down yeah i don't and know they just told them oh I'm, it's okay i'm an angel i'm right. good yeah because they were always terrified when they came across an angel mm-hmm. so and there's drawings and stuff everywhere of aliens yeah. like there's an alien in our fridge <laughs> yeah, he's trying to kick his way out <laughs> I don't know like it makes me wonder and then just these people with what they're going through with their experiences getting abducted like how they manage their day to day life with not being able to really share their story you know worried about being ridiculed and not being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious that there, there's more to this world than just your average day-to-day life. There's so much more out there. Aliens yeah. are real. Yeah. The paranormal world is real. The cryptids are real. Mm-hmm. We're not the only ones. No. We can't be the only intelligent life forms ever aliens <laughs> the uh um, if that's picking it up maybe there's a crow outside all right you ready for the next one yes okay 2021 was an experience for me not for me but for this writer <laughs> right yeah all right i haven't spoke of this but to a couple people I trust. I saw a being last year in 2021. I want to give some back history first, though. I saw my first UFO when I was seven, playing in my driveway. I had ran inside and got my mom and grandma. It was a silver disc, maybe about 500 feet up. Anyways, I just stood there, and we stood there a couple of hours. I remember standing outside in Castellian Springs, just watching UFOs out there. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. It's all you could do out there. (laughs) There's nothing. (laughs) UFO, UFO watching. Yeah. 
We stood there for a couple of hours until it finally zipped straight up. I then became obsessed with UFOs, going to my elementary school library, getting all the but Ronnie, I cannot read. That's okay, I'll edit it. That's fine. Just leave it in there. <laughs> getting all the books I could. Then at 10, I got sleep paralysis really bad. The first incident, I was living with my cousins, and we all decided to sleep in the living room that night. I woke up with an eraser-sized hole in my ankle. What? That's not good Ow. at all. That sounds painful. That hurt my ankle. I felt that in my ankle. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <gasps> this reminds me of something. Are you still feeling it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was growing up, we had this stray cat that we were keeping, and it was an orange tabby. Yeah. And one day, I was petting it, and it had this huge hole in its Stop, side. please. I can't handle that. It was just that. a hole. I can't. I can't do that. And it's like you could see no. the, its insides. Stop. See, no, don't. And I had no idea what the heck. And we can't do that. It's just a hole. No big one Mm-mm. no and it's weird i can't handle that my sleep paralysis got bad in my teens almost every time i went to sleep i never saw anything but shadows a few times i became a ufo investor invest oh investigator and photo video analysis i learned from a man called prophet prophet Yahweh on how to call UFOs in 2008. After seeing him on the news and finding a way to contact him, in 2015, I formed my own little group with a YouTube channel. I know it sounds crazy, but almost all UFOs I filmed were from me calling them. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. Let's do that. Yeah, but see, you know, (laughs) I don't know if that would be a good idea. Probably not. Let's see what happens to them. Eventually, it got taken down. Aw, man. Videos and pictures gone. And my laptop was literally fried. Oh. That sucks. Hmm. That's suspicious. Suspicious. (laughs) Yeah. Like, too much information is being stored on that computer and uploaded. Yeah. Well, do you think it... Would have been the government or the aliens? I don't know because I'm thinking maybe the government doesn't want too much information out there about the aliens. Yeah. That's my thought. That is crazy. Fucking crazy. Ronald. (laughs) Okay. In 2016, I got a mystery illness that was pretty bad. To the point I almost died. And it still affects me to this day. Oh man. I think that had to do with the alien thing? It could. I mean, like, I, don't I know. wonder. Like, did they implant like some kind of virus disease? Yeah. Or something? Are they trying to kill them? I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, we're getting to the point now. I formed a new group. I still call UFOs. And have only had a few technical incidences with corruption, etc. 
In 2020 and 2021, I had nothing to do but call them every day in film film and photograph the objects and odd visitations from military craft authorities, etc. So they called in UFOs every day? Hmm. Till one night, I woke up at 3 a.m. exact. Uh oh. 3 a.m. That's not good. No, that doesn't sound good. 3 a.m. is not good. Unable to sleep. I had a cigarette, checked Facebook, went back in, took an antacid, and played some Elder Scrolls Oblivion on Xbox 360. Heck Hell yeah, <laughs> bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, I play that too, bro. Elder Scrolls is where it's at. Yes. I eventually got tired and fell asleep at 5 a.m. I slept on the floor that night, as I did many nights, because sometimes my sickness was so bad that I couldn't climb. Oh, I couldn't climb up my loft bed. That sucks. I got woken up by a weird sound. I can only describe it as like the Transformers from the movies, or dubstep. Give me an example, Ronnie. <laughs> no. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Close, maybe. Just weird vibrational mechanical noises. I had said, "What the heck was that?" Laughing it off, I fell straight back asleep. So, is there like a transformer that's like coming into her room? I think so. Then I woke up a second time. To a naked being crouched by my right leg. Oh, no. God, no. God, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, looking towards my feet. At first thought, I had thought it was my seven-year-old brother and had said in my head my brother's name. What is he doing? As soon as I said or thought it, the being quickly looked at me and I knew right nope. away when I saw the black eyes. Oh my god. No. I couldn't move I, and I couldn't speak. Oh, so it's like controlling mm, It like paralyzed them. But it was okay. different than sleep paralysis. Yeah? I mean, yeah. Oh my god. I don't even know. <laughs> What I would do if that happened to My me. heart would stop. My heart would legit stop. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. My body was buzzing, and I didn't feel weird like the usual SP episode. I was fully awake and aware. I then thought, who are you and what are you doing? It ignored me. So they're talking to them telepathically. That's insane. That's how you talk to aliens through your mind. That kind of makes sense. It kept looking back at me every bit. I then no. s- I then started to feel emotion I can only describe as not my own. It made me feel like a kid or something. It, oh. oh, was it like controlling her emotions? Yeah. Me pretending to be asleep and peeking at it. Imagine you're a kid You know your mom is the tooth fairy. You're awake, but pretending to be asleep. Kind of like that. 
Ooh. No, oh my bro. god, that's creepy. It's movement almost robotic or insect like. No emotion, just fast paced. Oh my god. I'm thinking, god. oh, insect like? That's uh, super uh, creepy. No, that is no, super no, creepy. No, 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 no. Oh my god. Uh, the being eventually came towards my upper body. And I was able to look at its features a bit more. I remember thinking and being surprised at how human it looked. Skin tone was a bit tan. The chin was the chin wasn't pointy, but just defined, smaller indentations on the sides of the head as you would expect with normal skull structure. The eyes were almost normal, normal human-sized just slightly bigger and matte black. The nose was like a baby's nose. It pulled me by my shirt to where I was sitting straight up, legs out. That would be terrifying. And came right up to my face. <clears throat> and then... Hell no. I noticed it had a mouth, like as if someone got a razor and cut a slit in clay. Barely oh, like noticeable. Small, yeah, yeah, like just a slit for a mouth. I don't like that. No. Looking me in the face, it brought its hand around with its index finger extended. On the tip of its finger was a very small, square, rectangular, baby blue light. That's like weird. ET. Oh. It looked almost like an LED light. The being proceeded to shove the finger in my nostril. No. And I blacked out. Yeah. Oh, what the heck? I wonder why. To knock him out, I guess. It's like a oh knockout device thing. Yeah. I wake up maybe 10 or 11 a.m. It was March 7th, 2021. I jumped up as you would with an intruder in the home panicking my pants were around my ankles oh no my blankets were nowhere near me and i was freaking out i ran to the bathroom with some of my uv light equipment and checked myself as i needed verification and i was familiar with uv lighting for investigations sure enough i had three lines in a triangular pattern behind the knee and one line down the center of my knee. I had my pants sent to a lab for analysis and still have yet to receive any news updates. Oh, yeah, they got probably, rid of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Like, oh, these got lost. Yep. Uh, I went into a PTSD type mode for quite some time after that. Yeah, I guess Absolutely so. understandable. It just kept replaying in my head over and over. I even saw a glimmer of light in the kitchen when I was... Oh, wait. In the kitchen when my family was cooking, and it made me start to panic. Right. I do have a couple pictures of the pants, and I have quite a few art renditions. Oh, the the, uh, the artwork that they got done of the... Uh... Mm-hmm. The alien. Yeah. Of me trying to re- recreate what it looked like. 
I stopped doing anything UFO related and I stopped doing oh and I stopped going outside. I even started recording myself sleep. Yes, I would too. Absolutely. Yeah. As of recent in mid 2022, I've started getting back into the UFO research, filming, photography, documenting. It still freaks me out, but I've always faced my fears. I even keep a painting of the thing in my room, which was hard to look at for a while, but I think it's healthy to face my fears. I don't know, wait, I don't know what that was all about, and I think about it often in my day-to-day life. I wanted to meet an alien since I was a kid, but I never imagined it would be like that. I thought I'd share this, though, since many of us who experience sleep paralysis seem to have these odd similarities, connections, and interest. That's crazy. Yeah, I started thinking about this. There's some people that... um, can remember the whole abduction like inside of the ship and what all happened and everything and then there's others that they saw the alien and then they woke up back in their bed or wherever and they don't remember anything well I was thinking it could be like you know how some people are awake during a surgery and they remember the whole surgery and everything and then others they're blacked out for the whole surgery and wake up in the recovery room yeah. Is it something similar to that? Well, all of these stories, they all said they have sleep problems, like problems falling asleep and staying asleep, so maybe it has something to do with that. Yeah, so like when they should be knocked out or whatever like during the abduction. unconscious. Yeah, because I guess my, the only time that I actually have REM sleep is probably what I say the best time is between like three to six is when I'll finally really crash out. So if you were abducted, you would remember? Maybe so. And I wouldn't because I'm... You're like five seconds in, you're like snoring <laughs> out. <laughs> but for you, it'd be it'd probably be a good thing because imagine if you had like a terrifying experience being abducted, you wouldn't want to have that memory. Yeah. But that was their stories um, that we shared just to shed some light on that topic. If you guys have any stories, whether it is alien abduction related or cryptid encounters, paranormal experiences, whatever you have, you can email us at groundzeropodcasts at gmail.com. We'd be happy to read your guys' stories. And it's Ground Zero Podcasts. With with an an S S on the end. Yes. Not podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Made that mistake. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Yeah, email us your stories. Uh, We think it'd be awesome to read them and share them. But I guess that will do it for this episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in and all your support. If you'd like to follow us on different platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts, we would definitely appreciate that. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel and turn on the notification bell, that would be awesome. We thank you guys so much. Good night. Sleep time.